We begin today the Gemara on the bottom of Samachomet Beis, the last few words. V'chein, or, or Tanya that is, yeah. So the Gemara before brought a halacha from Rab Shimon ben Yechoi. The Gemara here brings another halacha. Really doesn't seem to be connected. Farshim discussed the connection, but it's, it's, it's like a separate Indian here. So Tanya we learned, V'chein, hoi Rab Shimon ben Yechoi, yeimer, so too Rab Shimon ben Yechoi said another halacha. Kivrei oivdei kechavim, when it comes to the kvarim, the burial places of Goyim, you do not become Tomei going there with the tumma of an oil. The Allah always is when the, you're an oil, in an oil of a mace, or you're, you create an oil over a mace, you become Tomei, but not by the kvarim of a, of a guy. Shanema, the reason is because the Potsik says, Ve'aten tsaini, tsain marisi, the Ebesha says to Yidin, you are my sheep, and Adam Atem, and you are referred to as Adam. So what does this mean? Atem kruyim Adam. The Yidin are referred to as Adam. And the Kechavim kruyim Adam. And the Goyim do not have this, uh, this the term that of Adam does not refer to them. So as Rashi says, when it says over here by the tomb of oil, the Pasuk says, Adam ki yamuz ba'ayal. So that Adam refers only to Yidin, not to Goyim. This is a famous Gemara, the, the Adam At, Atam Kruyim Adam. It's quoted in Chassidus many, many times. There's a long thesis here that discusses and brings that you find in other places that even a guy is referred to as Adam. And the answer Rabbeinu Tam says in thesis is that there's a difference between the expression of Adam and Ha-Adam. Ha-Adam rec- includes even Goyen, and Adam <coughs> includes only Eden. The Rabbi brings us in a Sikhib, in the office where it says, and that might have a shval ruach b'fnei kol adam. There are two girses there: b'fnei kol adam or b'fnei kol ha adam. Does a person have to be a shval ruach even even in front of goyim as well? The Alter Rebbe the Siddur is goyim b'fnei kol ha adam. Okay, so this is the source of here that by a goyim there's no tumasayil. Gemara continues and says, Meisvei. So the question was asked on this halach of Rav Shem ben Chai. You see, a guy is called Adam because it says by the Muhammad of Midian that they brought people back when they that they captured the nefesh Adam shisha salaf. That the people they brought back were sixteen thousand. So it says it, it refers to them as Adam. So the Gemara answers Mishom behema. It only calls them Adam in contrast to the animals that they captured. But usually, if it's just speaking about Adam, it doesn't say Adam. It uses there's other terms that you refer to a human being. Ish, Enoish, Gever, but not Adam. Another question the Gemara asks, it says in another Pasik, but this is by Ninveh, by Ninyayna. So over there it says, <coughs> that in the city of Ninveh there were more than 12,000 12, or 12 riboy Adam. So what's the, uh, so you see here it says Adam. So again, the Gemara answer is Mishum Behema. The only reason it uses the term Adam there is because it says over there also about Behema. So in contrast to Behema, it says Adam. Al Gemara asks that you see Benigayat to the Tumah that there is a Tumah's mace when it comes to a guy. Because by the Muhammad of Midian it says, Nefesh, that Moshe Rabbeinu told them, anyone that killed anybody, or you touched the Cholol, that, that, that died, you have to be metar yourself. And so this is when they went out to the Muhammad of Midian, so you see that even a guy is metama yid, with the Tumas Meis. So the Gemara says, it's not a raya, what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying is, maybe one of the yidin that died in the war, and you touched another yid, that, that is going to be metama yid, Tumas Meis, but not a guy. Now, the Rabbanon that disagree, to Rabshim ben Yechai, Lamazan, Lamazan, the Gemara brings in. <coughs> the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan say, Le nifkad mimenu ish. 
that no, nobody died from the Yidin. So the, you, you can't say that over here that it's only a Yid that would make you Tommy and not a guy because there are no Yidin that die. So Adarabi, you see that even by a guy there is Tumas Mace. So the Rabbana disagree with Rabshim Meyachai. Rabshim Meyachai, how does he teach what it says there? What it means is La Aveda. That means that none of these that went out to war were over any Aveda with any of the B'nai Smidyon, similar to what happened before by Balpair. So they all came back pure and clean. Ravina says a different answer. There's no Shaila B'chlal from what it says there, that when they came back from the war, Moshe Rabbeinu tells them that they'll have to be metired themselves. Because Nihi, the Matinu Kro, Yes, it's true that by a guy there's no Tumas oil from the caver of a guy. Why the Chsiv Adam Ki Ba'ayel? Because specifically regarding the Tumah of a mate that comes in a way of oil, there it says the term Adam. And a guy is not called Adam. But Mimaga Mimasa, Mimatinu Kro. But from the tumah that there is by a mace, if you touch a mace or if you carry a mace, which also makes you tummy, over there it doesn't say the term Adam, so a guy is not excluded from that. So over there, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them by the Muhammad of Midian, if you touched or carried a mace of a guy. What happens if a Kayin gets married to an Almana? First, Edison. But then, when Isman Ali is Kayin Gadol. In between, before Nisuin, so he becomes a Kayin Gadol. So now, once he's a Kohen Gadol, he's not allowed to marry an Almana. But once the Edison was done, Yichnais. He's able to marry her fully now. And Gemara brings a story that happened. Maisa the Yeshua ben Gamla. There was a story with Yeshua ben Gamla, which was a Kohen. Shekidish is Martabas Baisis. He was Makadish, the first stage of marriage. Martabas Baisis, which was a very, very rich woman. And then, Uminoa Melech Li is Kohen Gadol. Following this, the king, Yanei Amelech, appointed him to become a Kohen Gadol. So even though she was an almana, the kinsa, and then he fully married her after this. This is the story, like it says, the din of the Mishnah. However, the Mishnah says in a similar case, shemeres yavam, shenafal of kain hediyet, a shemeres yavam. So she's an almana, obviously, and she's waiting to get married to the brother to a yavam, and the brother is a kain, kain hediyet, and then v'nisman aliyah is kain gadol. He became appointed to be a kain gadol. So over here, the halacha will not be the same. Even if he already did Maimer, the Kedushim of the Rabbanon, before he became a Kohen Gadol, so before we said, if you already did Edison, so later you can fully marry her, but over here, it is a He should not go ahead and do Yibum and fully marry her. And one will explain the difference. So we learned the source of this halacha that once a Kayim marries an Almana, even if he became a Kayim Gadol, he could then go and marry her fully. That he can fully marry her. Because the Pasik says, Isha. When it says in the Pasik, over there, the full Pasik over there is that, and then it says Yikach Isha. The word Isha is extra. Could have just said Yikach. Why does it say Yikach Isha? To say that once it's his wife already, Beheter, so now you can go ahead and fully marry her. Why don't I say the same thing regarding a Shemeres Yavam as well, that he should be able to marry her? The Gemara says, no, Isha v'lo Yavama. Because the Torah uses the term Isha, it means a regular wife and not by a Yavama. By a Yavama, even though he already did a Maimah, which is only a Kedusha Medir she's, she's still a regular Yavama, he won't be able to marry her after he became a Kohen Gadol. Ma'isa be Yeshua v'chulu. So this story of Yeshua, the Gemara is Medayik, the language the Mishnah uses is Minahu. 
that he became appointed by the king. So we know in the king appointed him, Nismane Eloi. Nismane, that he was appointed, the term Nismane would mean that he was appointed in the usual way by his brothers, the Kayanim, that decided that they're going to appoint him. They did not decide to appoint him. The king appointed him. What does this mean? So Amar Rav Yasef, Rav Yasef said about this, Katir Kachazina Hacha. There's a certain bond that I see over here. In other words, a bond which is negative. There, there was his, uh, <coughs> connections. His wife, Martha Basbaisis, which was a very wealthy woman, paid off the king to appoint her husband, Yeshua ben Gamla, to become the Kayan Gadol. She gave him a big amount of coins to, to the king, to Yane Amelech. Until Yeshua ben Gamla became a Kayan Gadol. Okay, but the Mepharshim point out though, that this, is not, this doesn't mean that Yeshua ben Gamla was Mamesh Rosh and so on. There's a famous Gemara in Baba Basra that says about Yeshua ben Gamla that he's the one that uh, brought in all the cities of Yidin, Melamde Tenoikis, and he brought back Teirah to the Yidin. He was, he was a tzaddik. But nevertheless, for whatever reason, his, his brothers, the Kainim, did not want to appoint him as a Kain Gadol, and uh, Yana Melech was, was paid off for this. As I stated, in the times of the second base of Mikdash, yeah, the second base of Mikdash, it was, uh, yeah, there was, there was other kind of Gedele that were showing Mamish that uh, they only lived for, for a year and then they passed away in the Kedush HaKadoshim. Kain Gadol, his brother died, so he can't do any Yibum, she's an Almana, so Chaylitz, he does Chalitza, and he can't do Yibum, she's an Almana, he's not allowed to marry an Almana. The Mishnah says this halacha just straight as is without any distinctions here. And that would mean there's no difference if his brother passed away only after Edison and and also if, she, if, he, if he passed away after he was fully married to his wife. So the Gemara says there would be a reason to make a distinction between these two. Why? If your brother already married his wife fully, so then I understand why you can't do Yibam after he passes away. Why? Because there's an Esa, the Isser for the Kayan Gadol to marry this woman is both an Esa. The Esa is the fact that you're only supposed to marry a Basula, and he already, she's a Baula already, the, the, the brother fully married her, before had relations with her. And also there's a Lais Esa, she's an Almana. So if it's an Esa and a Lais Esa, so the rule is, Vein Esa, Deich Lais Esa, Vasei. So even though you have a Mitzvah Sasei of Yibum, but it's not going to push off the loisas and I say. But if this is your brother's wife, there was only Edison here. So why would they say Yovei Esa v'Yitches Loisasa? Why wouldn't the Esa of Yibum push off the loisasa of the Kengadl not being allowed to marry an Almana? And says the Gemara, it should. But there's Gzeirim the Rabbanan. Gzeirim beer is not to be a Shnir. Only the first beer is the mitzvah. After that, he's going to have to divorce her. So there's no mitzvah anymore. We're afraid that once we allow Kain Gadol to marry this Almana, he'll go and then remain with her, even a Bia Shniya, and therefore Chacham Wagaizer, that he should do Chalitza and not do any Bia whatsoever. So a Kain Hadyet, La Yisa, Islandess, should not marry an Islandess, a woman that can't have any children. Elam Kain, Yeshla Yishi Unless he already has another wife and children. So as Rashi points out, the Gemara will explain over here right away that this is not only a Kayin Hadith, but this is the same Allah regarding any Yid. That if he didn't have any children yet, he has a mitzvah of Piri Yivirimya to have children, so he's not allowed to marry an islandist that can't have any children unless he already had children from another wife. Why the Mishnah said Kayin Hadith, the Gemara will explain. 
Rabbi Yudai, Rabbi Yudai says, that when it comes to a Kayin, even if he already has a wife and children, he should not marry an Islamist. Why? An Islamist falls under the category of a Zaina, which it says in the Taira that a Kayin is not allowed to marry a Zaina. The Gemara will explain this as well. Why does she fall under the category of a Zaina? The Chachamim say, no, ain't Zaina. Ela giyaires, a zayna is only a giyaires, that when she was a guy, we assumed that she had relations with other people, with a guy. Um shechreres, and she was a shifcha kananis that was free also, she had relations with guy and with other people. And v'shenivala bi'ilaz nus, and only a zayna is only someone that had forbidden relationships of bi'ilaz nus. We'll see, the Gemara will bring a few different opinions about who exactly <laughs> falls under the category of a zayna. So the Reish Galusa asked Rav Huna about this Mishnah. So my time, what's the reason for the Allah of the Mishnah that it says that a Kain Hedyat should not marry an islandess? That's because of the mitzvah of Piriviribya, to have children. So he asks him, A Piriviribya Kain with the Mifkidi? Only Kainim are commanded to have children? Yidin in general are not commanded? Why is the Mishnah saying only a Kain Hedyat? So he answered him, Because in the next halacha of the Sefer, Rabbi Yehuda wants to say a chiddush regarding a kain had yet. So it says there, Rabbi Yehuda, that by a kain there's an additional chiddush, that even if he already has a wife and children, nevertheless, he should not marry an islandess. Because Rabbi Yehuda says that an islandess for a kain is like a zaina. Da Zaina. So regarding the Isr of marrying a Zaina, Kayanim would the Mifkidi, only Kayanim are commanded, Visraloi Mifkidi, and Yidin are not uh, uh, commanded. So because over there it's speaking only about a Kayim, Shemachikitanik Kayin. So therefore in the Reisha it also says Kayin. But really the Reisha is true for all Yidin, not only a Kayin. So now the Gemara will explain what's Taka the Pshat in this, that an islandess has Allah like a Zaina. Why should we say this? So Ravuna, my time with Rabbi Yude. What's the reason of Rabbi Yude? Because it's a pasuk that says, "Achlu yizbu." They eat and they're not satisfied. Hisnu yifreitzu, and hisnu they have relationships, and yifreitzu, which means that they don't give birth. or the Bach is actually greatest pritze, which means any time there's a relation that does not bring birth to children, which is when you're having relations with an islandess, she can't have any children. So this is considered to be a bilaznos. So therefore, a kayin marrying a, an islandist that can't have children is like marrying a zaina. So Tanya, now we learned Nabraisa, another Allah which is connected to this, as the Gemara will explain. Rabbi said that kayin loyisa esaktana, that a kayin is not allowed to marry a katana. So we'll see soon in the Gemara, there's, different, there's a few different shatim and why not, why a Kayin can't marry a Katana. We'll see in the Gemara whether we're talking about a regular Kayin or a Kayin Gadol. But right now, we're talking about a regular Kayin, a Kayin can't marry a Katana. So why not? Rav Chista says to Rabbe, go out and analyze, think about the reason for this, because the Lo'orte, tomorrow, Rav Huna Minach. Rav is going to ask you to explain to him the reason for this. Why can't a Kayin marry a Katana? So Nafakayimba, he went out and he was Ma'ayna this Allah to figure out what the reason is. And he came up with the following reason. Rabliyaza Savalakrab Meyer, the Savalakrab Yud. What Rabliyaza is saying is a combination, it's based on two opinions. He holds like Rab Meyer and he holds like Rab Yud. And the Gemara explains. Number one, Savalakrab Meyer. He holds like Rab Meyer, the Chayish Lemiyuta. Rab Meyer is concerned even about a minority. Usually we follow Raiv. 
the majority. But Rav Meir's opinion is that you do have to be concerned about the minority. So what's, what's the minority that you have to be concerned about over here when a Kayin would be marrying a Katana? And this Savala Rabbi Yehuda. And he also holds like Rabbi Yehuda, the Omar Islandess Zaina Havya, that an island, every islandess is, is like a Zaina. And therefore, what's, uh, what's the point of the, that Rabbi Eliezer is saying? When you marry a Katana, there's a minority of women that could be an islandess. So at the age of Katana, it may, she may turn out to be an islandess. So because she's an, she might be an islandess, okay, he's not allowed to marry a Katana. Aye, it's only a, a miyot. But Rabbi Meir is chayshish for a miyot. So that's the basis of what Rabbi Yezir said. So the Gemara now is going to ask on this and say, Rabbi Yezir does not agree not to Rabbi Meir and not with Rabbi Yehuda either. In fact, the Gemara, can Rabbi Meir, me, Savala, does Rabbi Yezir agree with Rabbi Meir that you're chayshish for a minority? But Vatanya and Abrais to be learned, a different kind of a case, where, there's, where Rabbi Meir says his opinion, that he's chayshish for a miyot. Says in the Bryce as follows: Cotton a katana loy chalitzim v'loy miyavnim. Both a cotton or a katana, they can't do not chalitza and not yibum either. Divrei Rab Meir. This is the reason. This is Rab Meir's opinion. So Amar Rele Rab Meir. They said to Rab Meir. So Nayafa Marta Shein Chalitzim. This that you said that for a cotton and katana there's no chalitza. This is right. This is true. Why? Because Ish Ksiv Parsha. When the Torah says the parsha of chalitza, it says Ish, which means only a godel, not a cotton. And also regarding a katana, O Makshinan Ish Ish. We compare the, the woman to the man that she also has to be a gedayla. But Ella, my time, me yavmin. Why are you saying that a cotton or a katana can't do yibum? Amalei, so he answered, cotton. The reason is because by a cotton, the cotton may turn out to be a man that can't give any birth. A sris, they can't give birth. There's no mitzvah of yibum. The old mitzvah of yibum is lahakim shem lahachif. To be able to give birth, you can't give birth. There's no mitzvah. And katana, shemetimtza islandis. And for a katana as well, maybe she can't give birth either. And if there's no mitzvah, so then the nimtzu, paigim be'erve. So then it'll come out that the mit, the, it's, it's an erve, it's eishis ach. And if there's no mitzvah, then it's an erve of eishis ach. So therefore, a katana and katana can't do yibum. So this is, this is the, the source where Abmeya says this concept that I'm chayshish for a miyot. Because to, to be chayshish that it's a sris or an islandis is a minority. And now, on this halacha, we learned that Rabbi Yezer disagrees with Rabbi Meir. Tanya and Abraisa, we learned, Ketana misyabemes, a Ketana kudu yibum, ve'enachiletzes, but cannot do chalitze. Divrei Rabbi Yezer, that's what Rabbi Yezer says. So how could Rav say, or Rabbi rather say, that Rabbi Yezer agrees to Rabbi Meir? There's a clear Braisa that he does not hold of this chash of Amit. And also, Rabbi Yehuda misavala. You're saying that he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that every islandess is a zaina. He doesn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda. And the Gemara brings that eye for this. And here there's a Bryson that goes through a few different opinions of who's considered to be a zaina that can't marry a Kayin. But Tanya, so we learned in the when the Torah says zaina, that a Kayin can't marry a zaina. So what does this mean? Zaina kishma. Zaina, to understand who a zaina is, you have to see in the name of zaina. So Rashi explains, what does this mean? A zaina means a person that strays off the path. And that means a woman that's already an Ashish. Because she's an Ashish already, and now she's going off her marriage and having a relation with someone else, that's a Zaina. So Rabbi Yezah holds only an Ashish is a Zaina. So not like Rabbi Yehuda. Or, or not like, uh, yeah, not like Rabbi Yehuda that an islandess is a Zaina. Another opinion. Rabbi Kiva is Zaina. Who's considered to be a Zaina? Zu Mufkeres. A Zaina is a woman that mufke, that's Mufkeres, that she's Hefke, she's, she acts uh, freely and does what she wants. And the Rashi says, in other words, that means even a single girl that went and goes and has relations with other people, she's also called a Zaina. Rabmasya ben Chara 
Rav Masi ibn Kharish says that a zayna would be a filahalach bailo lashkaisa, even in the case of a saita, and in that, in that uh, husband is taking his wife, a saita, to bring her to, to, to Yerushalayim, to give her the waters to drink as a saita, uba aleo baderech. And he had a relation with her on the way going to Yerushalayim, so it's forbidden for the husband to have a relation with his wife, a zayna. See, even that itself, us a zayna. That is said that he's not allowed to have a relation with her, will also make her into a zayna. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda adds to this and says, like we said before, like that says in our Mishnah, that zayna zu islandess. That a zayna includes even a woman that's an islandess. Like we brought before the Pasik. And the Chachamim the Chachamim say, another opinion, ein zayna ela giyayres. A zayna is only a giyayres. So she had a relation with a guy. Also we assume she had a relation with a guy. Or she had a relation uh, that's forbidden. That's a bilaz nus, that's a erve. So, so over here, according to the Chachamim, it's not an Eishish necessarily. It's, it has to be a relation with a guy or a bilaz nus. Okay, these are all the opinions over here. Then the final opinion in the Braise, Rabbalazayim, that's what you have to be guided here, not Rabbalazar, but Rabbalazar. Because in the beginning of the Braise, you had Rabbalazar. So this is Rabbalazar. And Rabbalazar says, Panoi haba ala pnuya shaloy l'shem ishus, a single girl and a single woman, a woman that have a relation with one another, and it's not for the purpose of marriage, asa zayna. She becomes a zayna. So you have all these opinions here, but the point is that you see that Rabbi Yezer in the beginning of the Braise disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda that an island is a Zaina. Rabbi Yezer in the beginning of the Braise says, Zaina Kishma. A Zaina means only by an Ashish Ish. So the Pshat that Rabbi says that Rabbi Yezer agrees with Rabbi Yehuda is, is not true. So So now to try to explain why a Kayin can't marry a Ketano. So Rabbi Barava says another Pshat. We're not talking about any Kayin, but we're talking about a Kayin Gadol. And therefore what he says is, for a Kayin Gadol to marry a Ketano will be a problem. Because when a Kayin Gadol marries a Ketano, at what point does the Kedushin take effect? At what point the, the, the Kenyan, the Gemara is talking about the Kedushin. He's Kayin her for Kedushin. That's only when she's a Gedayla, then the Kedushin takes effect. So if so, then at that point, Bu'ulahi, he already had a relation with her when she's a katana before the Kedushin took, took effect. And now afterwards, when he's, she's a Gedayla, the Kedushin will take effect, and at that point she's a Bu'ula. A Kain is only allowed to marry a Basula. So therefore he can't marry a katana. But the Gemara asks on this, this is not necessarily true. There's no Kedushin that could take effect with a katana. So Omar of Mechalei this pshat makes no sense. I mean, the Lash Rashi says the word mechalei lev means like mevalei lev, like uh, the heart is worn out. Like there's no, there's no understanding to this pshat over here. Because either kitshavua, if we're talking about a katana, that a kain gadol, who is mekadesh this katana, who, who uh, allowed this katana to get married to this kain gadol? The father. Yeah, the, the father's the one that marries off a daughter or a katana. So if so, the condition did take effect. Mahi shai to the kanila. The condition takes effect even when she's a katana already. And she's a basula. You don't have to say that after she's a bula, then he gets married to her. It takes effect right away. the kitchen nafsha. And if she was mekadish herself. So, this, so this is a unique thing that only Rabbi Yezer is saying. And the Veloy Rabbanon and the Rabbanon do not agree to this. We have over here in the Braise, Rabbi came and said that a, that a Kayin should not marry a Katana. This is only Rabbi Everybody would agree to this. If he's, he's marrying her when she's a Katana and she's marrying herself off 
and therefore the condition didn't take effect at all, so she's going to be a Bula. So, th- so this is not just Rabbi Liyaz, everybody should agree to this. So therefore the Gemara brings a third Pshat. Ela, Marav, Rav says, We are speaking about a Kayin Hadyet. So why is it saying that a Kayin shouldn't marry a Katana? Because Vachashinon, because she's so young, and she doesn't have a mind of her own to make decisions and to be careful with herself, so we're afraid, Shema Tispata Olov, so maybe she'll be seduced into having a relation with someone else while she's married to this Kayin. So therefore we don't want a Kayin to marry her. No, that's a concern only benigaya to a kain that a kain shouldn't marry such a young girl because she might go and have a relation with someone else. Say the same concern you have any that goes to marry a katana. It's not a good idea to marry a katana because she may go and not be faithful to him. So the gemara says you're right, but over there it's different. Pituye katana einesu. We had this before. The Gemara says that a katana that was seduced into having a relation with someone else, that has a status of an oinus. It's like against her will because she doesn't have a mind of her own to make any decisions. So therefore, even after she has an oinus, she has a relation with someone else, she will be able to go back to her husband. But by a kain though, a, a wife of a kain that had a relation with someone else and she becomes a zaina, so then she won't be able to go back to her husband. So therefore, a kain shouldn't marry a katana. Rav Papa, Rav Papa says a fourth pshat of here that the kain gadol, that this statement that a, kata, a kain shouldn't marry a katana is speaking about a kain gadol, and he taka holds that minatayda a kain gadol is not supposed to marry a katana vahai tanahu, and he holds like the tana of the following brayse the tani the brayse says besula when the tayda says that a kain gadol should marry a besula yachel katana I would think that includes even a katana as well. Tamad isha the tayda says by a kain gadol there has to be a isha which means not a katana. Isha, so if it says the term Isha, Yachal Begeres, I would think even if she's mature and she's a Begeres, he can also marry her. Tamad Loima, Besula. So therefore the title says Besula, not at the age of Begeres when she's already 12 and a half. So, okay, Tzad, so what do you understand? Who does a Kayan Gadol marry? Yatasa Mikla Katnus. It has to be a, a woman, a girl that's not a Katana anymore. Or Mikla Bagras Lebosa. When she did not come to the age of Bagras, which basically means, according to this opinion, a Kayan Gadol could only marry a girl that's from 12 to 12 and a half. Very short period of time. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Rav Nachman Yitzchak says similar. We find another Tana that says this. Hi, Tana. There's a Tana of this Braisa where it says, the Tanya Besula. So the Torah says a kain should marry a besula. Ein besula el a besula means a naira, which means she's not a katana anymore, but she's not a begeres. She's not mature at the age of twelve and a half. And there's another pasuk where it says the hanaira toivas mare ma'ed besula. So we see that the Torah says regarding a naira that the besula means a girl that's at the age of naira, and that's who you can marry. Modern now just concludes and goes back to what was mentioned before. Single girl and a single man that had a relation with one another, not for marriage. So this makes her into a zaina. Rav Amram said, We don't paskin like, uh, like Rabbi Loza, that is. Continuing with the halachas of Piri Viribya. With her anus, if you, if you already married her by a katana, and then she went and had a relation with someone else, so now she, she can't go back to her husband. The halacha by a, by, a, by a kayin is that once she had a relation with someone else, no, nothing to do with bula. Any a kayin that's married to his wife, and she had a relation with someone else, even with that anus, she can't go back to her husband. So that's going to be a problem. A person should not... Be mevatl. He should not marry a wife that he can't have any children with. 
Unless he already had children. This is basically the halacha that it said in the previous Mishnah. Now here, the Gemara is bringing this, the Mishnah that is, is bringing this because it wants to tell you here, what does it mean, yeshle banim? So this is machloikis. Beishama yoimrim shnei schadim. Yeshle banim means he has two schadim, two boys. Beisilo loimrim, beisilo say, when are you making the mitzvah of peri viribye? Zachar u nekeva. When a person gave birth to a zachar and a nekeva. Shanemar zachar nekeva braam. So what did it say in the Mishnah? That if a person has children, so then he's, he can be mevatl from Piriviribia. Not if he doesn't have children. The Gemara is medayah. So if a person has already children from another wife, so then he doesn't have to have any more children. But But he should not be bottle. In other words, he should not uh, stop from being married to a wife. He still, is, he still should be married. Even if he's not going to have any more children, but he still should remain married. So this is a proof to what Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel. The Amar, he said, Even if a person has already many children, he's not, It's not allowed for a man to be without a wife. It's not good for a man to be alone. A person, a man, it's the right thing for him to always be married. So he shouldn't uh, have a When he's married to his wife, that's... Uh, so even so, that's what the missionary is saying. The only the halach it's saying is regarding pirvi but not regarding having a wife. But veikedamri, there are other. There's another version to this that was medayik originally the opposite. That it says in the Mishnah that if you have that um, if you don't have children, you should you shouldn't be mevatel from pirvi So now ha yashle bonim. If you do have children, So then you don't have to have more children. You don't have to marry a wife to have more children. And also bottle nami miisha. And also, you don't have to be married to a wife. That's why they were medayik lechatchila. Toisus is masber over here. Why they were medayik this way? But the point is lechatchila. This version was medayik that if you have children already, you don't have to have more children, and you don't have to have a wife either. So they asked on this name it have to yuftu the Rav Nachman on Mashmuel. This this would refute what Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel that that uh, he knew that what did he say that you have to always have a wife. It's also for a person to live without a wife. So the Gemara answers, Loi, you don't be medayik from the Mishnah this way. Ein loi banem, noise isha bas banem. If you have no children, so you have to marry a wife that you can give birth to children with her. Yash loi banem. If you already have children, so then noise isha delav bas banem. So then you should also be married, but you don't have to get married to a wife that you can give birth with children. But either way, a person should always live with a wife that has children. Elamai, the question is, does he, do you, should you seek out to find a wife that you, should, that you could have children with her? Now the Gemara explains, what's an Afkamina regarding this? So you have one case where a person has a mitzvah to get married because of the mitzvah of Piriviribia. Then you have the Allah of Shmuel that he has to get married because it's not a good thing for a person to be single. He should be married to a wife. So the Gemara says there's a difference. Nafkamina, the difference is, Limka Bishvil Bonim. There's a halacha, we learned this in the end of Masechta Megillah, that a person is allowed to sell a sefetayre in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Piriviribia to get married, to have a wife with children. But when could you sell a sefetayre? That's only if he's marrying this wife in order to have children. But the, the Lagabi Shmuel's halacha, that a person shouldn't live alone, he should marry a wife, for that you don't sell a sefetayre. So that's enough community between these two halachas.